0: good afternoon fellow people of the social media world welcome to the matt townsend show Today we're talking social media, and I wanted a very formal introduction.
1: You know, social media it seems so casual. Fellow people. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Matt Townsend. Wow!
0: What's with the kids? Why kids? Like, why not adults? It's the only sound effect James had. A screaming <laughs> harem. You got grade school kids. Yeah, good job, Matt. You know what? That was, that was better, right? I think we had a misstart. Oops! Did the, the show? I think
1: we misstarted. Let's
0: do over. Do over? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if we could just have a do over? Too late.
1: Ollie Ollie Income Free. I think there's a lot of people who are out on social media that would like to have a do over sometime. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times
0: have you sent a selfie out? And you're like, I don't,
1: I don't send selfies.
0: You don't. No, I just took one. I'll show you. And and we ought to just post it. We ought sure. to post it on the BYU page because when you see it, you're you're probably not going well, to believe. McCall's I, not
1: here. Oh
0: well, Sorry. I will put it on
1: my. <laughs> we can do it on Twitter though. We can do it on the BYU Twitter page.
0: Um, I'm just gonna. I'll just let me just show it to you, and then you just look
1: at it and describe it. <laughs> That's you? Oh, I'm thinking Groucho Marx meets... Um, Let's just be real. It's hot. It's a hot selfie.
0: Mm, See, my problem taking a selfie... Not sure about that. ...is I'm not coordinated enough. Okay. So, you know, you, you move it to the left, and then you... No, the right, and you don't know where to oh, put your head what's up What's worse or down. is trying,
1: trying to get more people than yourself into the selfie. Yeah. Yeah. I I took about eight. Oh, that's even better.
0: But each one was a little different. But here's the deal. Today we're talking social media. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, and the research is going to prove this out, I don't think we are as real. Actually, we're probably more real using social media than we are face-to-face. But I think some people are more fake as well. Oh, sure.
1: When they want to be.
0: Yeah. But like... What I'm like, if I'm dating someone online, maybe it's not social media, but when I'm dating someone online, I'm opening up. Mm-hmm. I've never done that, but I have. You have, and you opened up, and it got you married in like a
2: week. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs>
2: you were maybe a little too real, maybe. Well, and then on the other hand, with like we were talking about selfies. I mean, you do, you take like twenty six selfies before you yeah. decide, you know, you, that you get one good enough to post. You know, and that's a little bit more on the fake side, you know, that you're only showing your absolute best after 26 times. Well, you
0: know what? Just to be honest again, I've taken uh, – that was one shot. I didn't need 26 to wow. make perfection. That is incredible.
1: You no, know, you have like eight more though.
0: Yeah, but each one's a different pose. Okay. And they, ha- I have facial hair and, you know.
1: I've actually seen my daughters taking selfies. They're not They don't have any place to post them. Yeah. But I've seen them – taking selfies and it's just it's quite amazing. Think of that. Selfies
0: didn't exist. There's a lot of things we would never have known about if it wasn't for social media. Let me give you an example. A goldfish in Melbourne, Australia Mm -hmm. had a brain tumor. Right? Yeah. And, you know, it was impacting its driving. It drives? It was having a hard time getting around town. So the family, they... Does it reach up out of the bowl? Oh, no. The thing goes to dinner. Loves sushi. I
1: am going to say, does it go to Red Lobster? <laughs> no, but what's so
0: amazing, I hear a story about a goldfish that had a brain tumor and the doctor operated on it and removed a tumor. A tumor. Hmm. Removed a tumor from Goldie's head. Now Goldie, back home. 20-minute surgery, boom. 180 bucks later. Wow. Kids got her goldfish for another month. <laughs> Until I mean, so it's not like it goldfish live that long, is it? No, but these, I guess this has got another 20 years in it. It's already lived holy, 10 years. Holy cow. Wow. I don't know if that, it, uh, that's the story I heard. By the way, did I need to hear that story? No. How many goldfish have died without me hearing about it? Now on social media, I'm hearing about goldfish dying. Yeah, but how many, gold, how many
1: of those goldfish actually had an operation before they died? I don't know. That's a good question. But how many drunk drive? How many? I don't then there's know. There's a million different.
0: Yeah. So a lot of stuff's going on that maybe doesn't matter, but social media is bringing it out. True. My, my mind is full. So we're going to go to some headlines. And who, how better to do this than to just listen to the headliner, Headliner?
2: Headliners from The Matt Townsend Show, a summary of stories that you might have missed. Dateline your head. my head yes
1: good luck would you ever wear a sombrero si okay me gusta have you worn one si okay i i i've i've had one you would look fantastic oh thank you in a sombrero how about a selfie sombrero speaking of selfies what is that for a selfie sombrero if uh, you haven't seen this on the internet today yeah (laughs) matt just saw the picture that is ridiculous this is, is that a real? glittering pink sombrero with an integrated flip down tablet. <laughs> Are you serious? It's a big yeah. disc. She's got a big
0: disc on her head. I
1: swear it looks th- like three feet wide. With a little,
0: with a little iPad. Yeah, you know, well, tablet sort of tablet. Thing. Yeah. It's, it's actually
1: made by Acer. Oh boy. Um, they they teamed up with a fashion designer by the name of Christian Cowan San Louis. Oh. And so now you can have this tablet sitting right in front of you and just no, but selfie away.
0: Okay, let's be. It's a sombrero with about a visor about a foot and a half wide,
1: right, all the way around. Mm-hmm. You couldn't sleep in that. No, you couldn't really why, date or why are dance. You, why or... are you taking a selfie while you're sleeping?
0: Well, why are you? Why do you need a hat
1: to take a selfie?
0: Yeah, because it's so fashionable. No. Okay, that's that just fell. that's a fail.
1: Well, earlier this month, a company called JD Beauty launched something called the Selfie Brush. They have a brush that holds a smartphone with an integrated mirror, so you can brush your hair and then hold the brush at arm's length and take the selfie. Wow! Really? Yeah. Why don't we all just read? <laughs> what a
0: good idea! Everybody, pick up a book and start reading. I'm going to start a reading festival. From the Matt Townsend Show. Reading okay, Fest, now, 2014.
1: Do you share your vacations on social media? I don't, but everyone in my family
0: does, yeah. so apparently I do. Well, there are, Vicariously people, through there are
1: people who love to take pictures on vacation and share them yeah. with their friends. I told
0: you, my favorite's the one where you're looking at their little toes. Right. And the ocean. Mm-hmm. Their chubby little toes.
1: Well, if you have enough money... You can uh, you can book a vacation now called the selfie less travel package. Selfie less, selfie less travel package. Wow! And uh, yeah, this, you, how does it work? Well, your your vacation comes complete with social media assistance. Are you?
0: Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. The person uh, not only takes <sighs> photos, but they make sure that you look good in your photos. Ooh. You know, you're being captured at the right moment at the right spot on your vacation. That and is my wife. They post them on Instagram and Facebook and all those oh. little social media areas. Oh. Bruvian Travel is uh, the company that's doing this. So they will assist you to get your selfies taken so
0: you're not triple chin in it. Exactly. You're not like hanging three chins on the selfie. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they will post it for you.
1: Yeah. $500 a day plus all travel expenses. It's all it'll cost you for that. Five hundred bucks
0: a day mm-hmm. to have somebody post your selfies. Yeah, I mean, if you're ninety, I get it.
1: But they're if not you're just... a ninety year old millionaire. Sure, yeah, that's a great service. But not just a social media expert here. They have photo experience and editing experience, so they're going to make you look good.
0: It's a selfie. I know. They already have the filters. You know what?
1: <laughs> I'm just going to
0: go back to books. Okay. Books. Everybody reading. Read a book. <laughs> read a book. Selfie aids. What do they call that? Selfie assistance. Selfie
1: less vacation.
0: You know what? I mean, I, great. Selfies are great. Whatever. I hate my picture being taken anyway. <laughs> now I'm going to pay I someone you 500 took a bucks to follow. I, I took a selfie because it was family night. Oh, I see. And I was wearing a fake mustache because mm-hmm. mustache. What's that joke? The
1: mustachioed man. Yeah. That was me.
0: But honestly, social media is taking over and somebody's gonna get hurt
1: except for the goldfish <laughs> you look like... a little like Chico marks in that photo by the way but
0: uh by the way what they took out of this goldfish's head I'm not looked like sushi it totally did sushi you know why do you need a so why do you need a goldfish surgeon you got sushi chefs <laughs> cutting up fish day and day out anyway that sounds rude but Kind of in a weird mood today. We'll see how that goes. We're going to take a break, folks. When we come back, social media and relationships. Dr. Gwendolyn Seidman will be joining us. She's going to teach us about uh, what we're willing to share and not share and how it impacts our relationships up next, right here on the Matt Townsend Show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we are talking about social media and uh, just some of the nuances of social media. There's little things we do, things we don't do, things we say, things we maybe wouldn't normally say when using social media that we wouldn't just say to people, you know, face-to-face. We probably wouldn't, in the middle of a conversation with somebody, just keep saying, like, like. (laughs) Like. Like, we wouldn't just keep liking what they say, you know, but we do in social media. It's an interesting thing. So, we've decided to bring in the expert. Dr. Gwendolyn Seidman is joining us. She is an associate professor of psychology and chair of the psychology department at Albright College. She received her doctorate in social personality psychology from New York University in 2006. She studies self expression and self presentation on the internet cognition and close relationships and social support. She's here to help us understand all forms of technology and how we present ourselves online. Uh, Gwendolyn Seidman, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: So good to have you. And we found you. You are a blogger on um, psychology today. Is that correct?
3: Yes, that's correct.
0: That's how we found you, and you've got some wonderful articles. So, if anybody wants more information, they can go if they just look up Gwendolyn. If, if they just looked up Gwendolyn and Psychology Today, they'd get right to your blog. There is. Do you have a website, Gwendolyn, that we could also be sending them to? Um, just a website
3: for Albright College, but there's not that much information yeah, there.
0: It's all academic. Hey, talk to us, Gwendolyn, about social media and really technology and relationships. Um, is 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 what's going on online? All of those different options, social media, you know, YouTube as a social media source, all of these different things—is it changing how we relate to each other?
3: Well, it could be, and it looks like it's having more effects on younger people than it is on older adults, which probably isn't that surprising since they're bigger users of the internet and social media and using it for a much bigger chunk of their lives. There's actually been um, some interesting surveys about that. So the uh, Pew Research Center has an ongoing project uh, where they study how people are relating to the internet. It's been going on for years. Um, And they found that overall the impact um, has actually been pretty positive, that 67% of internet users actually say that their online communications with their family and friends has generally strengthened those relationships, and only eighteen percent said that it weakened them.
0: Well, that and that's so that's that's that's, that's that's good news, right? Because I see it. I'm talking to people and finding people, and people are able to connect with me that I would never have been able to talk to before. And I am staying closer to family and friends, so that's a good thing.
3: Um, they also did some stuff with uh, romantic relationships, and there they found big differences between. Um, older adults, and then the sort of 18 to 29 year old set, and they found that most older adults said that um, the Internet really didn't uh, have any impact on their romantic relationships. Um, only 10% said it had a major impact. Really? Whereas for young adults, yeah, 40, of young adults, 45% said it had an impact. Yeah. So much, much bigger deal for younger people.
0: Well, that's it, too. I guess my generation, I'm 45 years old, but my generation, you know, we didn't, buy things on the internet we didn't do anything so it's kind of weird that's where the creepers go but that's that's how i that's how i say it um but in reality the funny thing is i see it's a great place for my clients to get online and find people that they wouldn't normally ever get to meet they get you know they're no more creepy than the people that might be going to dances that live next door to you but i guess part of it too is we don't trust it do we
3: I think people often don't trust it. I think part of that is you always hear about those crazy sensationalistic cases like the Craigslist killer or some, you know, bizarre catfish-type story. Right. And everybody pays attention to those and thinks, oh, you really, you know, can't trust anybody. Everybody's out there with a false identity. And that kind of stuff can happen, but that can happen in real life, too. That's like, right. It's really, not, it's really not the norm.
0: Yeah. And it's it's interesting, though, these... Um, I mean, I guess too. My kids are buying stuff on; they're buying a lot of stuff on the internet. The internet is the new; it's the medium, right? It's how they're getting stuff done. So that probably makes sense. What? Uh, how does it impact our relationship? Not just, I guess, anything on the internet. I mean, I'm assuming when we get into it, we're not we're not getting the same information. If I'm if I'm trying to do something over an email or a, you know, in social media on my Facebook page, I'm not communicating the same way I would if I was if I were talking, right?
3: Right. I mean, certainly the um, number of different cues that you have are, of course, limited there. You don't have the the voice. Obviously, you don't have facial expressions and other kinds of body language and all that. And that has interesting effects. Um, what's interesting is that the effects can be somewhat different if you're talking about meeting a new person through some kind of online forum versus using the Internet to communicate with people that you know offline. Yeah. It, it can be very different. So the, um, the effect sometimes of meeting people online is that you end up revealing more to them. You actually disclose more about yourself and sometimes even aspects of yourself that are usually hidden from people. So you can end up forming you know very close bonds with people that you meet online because you're huh. disclosing all this stuff very quickly. It's like the kind of strangers on a train phenomenon can sometimes happen. What is that uh, about?
0: Do I just feel safer to reveal myself more? Is it that there's less information, so I overcompensate by giving more information?
3: Less explanation is kind of interesting. I haven't heard that one before. Um, Usually the uh, standard explanations are that you you feel more anonymous there. You feel as you kind of alluded to before, and you also feel like you have a little bit more control over the interaction Hmm. And so I think both of those things, as you say contribute to feeling safer uh, when you're kind of behind the screen and you can open up more.
0: Interesting. Is that why, is that why they tend – a lot of times it seems like the online relationships might actually move faster than a relationship just face-to-face.
3: Yeah, they definitely can because people will start revealing more personal things. A lot more quickly and then mm-hmm. of course as we know even the more you're disclosing about yourself and the more the other person is disclosing back you know the more quickly you're going to develop intimacy so things can potentially get intense faster than, than they would in person where it might take you you know a much longer period of time to get to those kinds of personal revelations
0: sure is it um i guess i guess this is a lot of this is just online dating but part of the deal too is there's just volume there's so there's so many people there and for a lot of people there's where where am I supposed to go meet somebody if i don't if I don't drink or go to bars, who am I going to meet? If I have to work weird schedules, how am I going to meet people? but online, it just seems like such an easy way to do it
3: right, it definitely is, and you know you get access to people that you might not be able to meet you know in, in the rest of your life, especially if you don't have the kind of job or the kind of social life where you get to meet a lot of people um so it, it can be useful in terms of just sort of sheer access.
0: Yeah. And then there's all these people that I'm sure are listening and thinking, "Oh man, you just need to meet a good girl here and go meet her at church and it's it's an interesting world, isn't it? Because now all of a sudden you can just, you know, enter in some criteria, some data, all of a sudden, boom, you've got your perfect match and supposedly it's going to be love. What what do we need to watch out for when we're when we're thinking about relationships and even our it, just the amount of information we're giving might be problematic as we're opening up so quickly with these people online.
3: I mean, yeah, there's definitely uh, things you need to be careful about. Um, so one of the things is even when you're searching for people online, and you sort of mentioned like, oh, I'm going to put these criteria on, and voila, you know, here comes my perfect match. Yeah. But you know, the problem is that a lot of times the things that make us really like a person aren't the kind of things that you can just plop into a search engine. Right so a lot of times you may think oh this person sounds great from their profile and then when you actually start interacting with them you realize that maybe you didn't really have that much in common you know and <laughs> part of it is that you're fill in the blank you know so somebody says that they're a movie buff and you're like oh i love movies too you know but then you find out that you have you know totally different movie tastes so it's yeah. like oh i guess that's not really a commonality you know because you have these small bits of information you just start filling it in especially if the person otherwise is Know, physically attractive and seems interesting, and you start imagining that you have more in common than you really do, and then you're disappointed uh, when you actually get to talk to them.
1: Hmm. It, I
0: mean, it's true. All of this kind of, in some of the intangibles would never make the list, you know? I mean, yeah, it's not enough, it, it's almost like, I guess, if you're going to do, I call it online, not dating, I call it just online meeting. You use the online to meet somebody, but eventually you got to date the person. you got to be face-to-face and connecting.
3: Right. Well, I think that's one of the problems with the dating sites as opposed to perhaps meeting people in other ways online is that because it's a dating site, on the one hand, oh, great, you know everybody is single and looking, so you don't have that ambiguity, you know, like when you meet someone at work or right. something. But the problem is that I think it does put more pressure on people to turn it into something romantic really fast. and you know, a lot of times in real life, people know each other for a while before things get mm-hmm. start getting romantic. And I think that makes it uh, put even more of an emphasis on physical appearance. And you already have that with a photo on the profile. That's right. But, yeah. You know, but then because there's so much pressure, somebody who might just be okay looking, who if you really got to know them, you might start finding them more attractive. You know, that sort of thing does happen to people, um, you know, in, in what they call real life, or whatever. meet yeah. People... You know, at school or work or whatever, you can sort of gradually develop an attraction. But no one has a patience for that with the online dating. You can't say, hey, let's just hang yeah. out and go on, like, 10 dates, and then maybe yeah. I'll decide if I want to date you. <laughs> can we just I'll be friends for a while?
0: That. That's so true. So true. We're talking with Dr. Gwendolyn Seidman. She is um, a professor that studies self-expression and self-presentation on the Internet. If you have a question for her, give us a call, 1-855-CHAT-BYU. One eight five five chat BYU. If you have any comments or just ideas, uh, um, you know anything you want to throw out there or questions uh, um, for Gwendolyn about your online dating, give us a call there. We're also going to come back though, and when we come back, we're going to continue discussing de- deception when it comes to social media, and you know a lot of people out there trying to pull the wool over your eyes. We'll be back more on social media insights right here on the Matt Townsend Show on BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Uh, On the phone with us, Gwendolyn Seidman, PhD, is joining us. She is uh, an associate professor of psychology and the chair of psychology department at Albright College. She received her doctorate there in social personality psychology from NYU, actually, back in 2006. Since then, she's been studying self-expression and self-presentation on the Internet and uh, so glad to have you back, Gwendolyn. Thanks for uh, giving us your time. Thank you. Talk to us about um, deception in, in social media settings. I mean, I know that's, that's one of the things that seems like maybe some of the older generations we just don't trust. You know, we don't trust that letter from some guy in Nigeria who needs mm-hmm. money. Um, and we've all heard those stories. But, I mean, is it really is, – is it more of a problem online than just day-to-day?
3: Yeah, I mean, you, you sort of mentioned the classic uh, spam email with a person from Nigeria. Yeah. Clearly you shouldn't trust that one. Yeah, that one, don't um, buy. <laughs> that one you shouldn't trust. Uh, but, you know, most of the research looking at online interactions isn't necessarily going to focus on things like that, like, you know, jams for, you know for money and things like that. Um, it's focus more on people meeting in various online venues or even interacting in a laboratory online or looking at people on online dating sites. Um, and overall, slight exaggerations seem to be somewhat common, but just all out, you know, major lies are pretty rare.
0: Hmm. I mean, just a slight exaggeration, like they're really not 6'4", they're 6'2".
3: Right. So it's especially true on, on dating websites that people are especially likely to lie about their physical appearance, in particular their height and their weight, you know, sort of sh- shave off a few pounds, yeah. have a photo where you're a little bit thinner. Oh, sure. Um, that, that That is, is very common, um, that particular type of...
0: Well, I mean, habit. that's what I would do, right? So it's just a little <laughs> bait and switch. And you, you get them in, you get them loving you, and then when they say, hey, so I'm going to come in from Cleveland you go on like a major diet. I mean, sure. It's not right, but but I guess that's what's happened. And all of us too. Maybe is it, is it more we're doing it to impress the other or is it really that we're just not aware? Like, I mean, are we, are we really trying to deceive people? Especially we're trying to deceive, I guess, someone that we want to date someday. I mean, it's almost like it's a crazy place to be deceptive.
3: Right. of why the deception is usually not major, because most people realize that you can't just tell all out ridiculous lies and then expect to have a relationship with the person. You know, that's why the lies are more minor. Um, in terms of whether or not they know they're doing it, I mean, a lot of the surveys actually ask people, do you lie about this? Yeah. And they will say, yes, I exaggerate it. So they're definitely aware yeah. that they're doing it.
0: But we all exaggerate day to day, right? I mean, we talk about the fish that got away. It was
3: huge. Right.
0: But so I guess that's part of relationships kind of anyway. Right. This is more. Yeah. yeah. You're eventually yeah, yeah. going to get caught. though.
3: Very common. Mm-hmm.
0: Talk about, I mean, to me, where, it, where it, you really hit the big leagues in social media and deception is with this idea called catfishing. Talk right. to us about that, because that is that's a big deal.
3: It's definitely a big deal. It definitely received a lot of attention. I mean, interestingly, there's not a lot of research on that. And I think, in part, because it's a pretty rare phenomenon. If yeah. You're just going to send out a survey to a few hundred internet users. You're not going to find a sample of 50 people. <laughs> right. Catfishing people. I mean, this is it going to happen? So there's really not research on that. The research really suggests that this is not something that most people are doing. Right. Um,
0: catfishing, you know, so, for those that don't know, is would be where someone else pretends to be something, and it could be someone even close to you, puts up a like a Facebook uh, site or whatever and pretends to like you, pretends to date you. I mean, it has a little online relationship with you or whatever, and really they're just scamming you. Yeah, so that's, that's something that I think is pretty uncommon, and I think that the
3: motivation people have for it Definitely vary. I mean, once again, there's not really research on this because we're talking about just a small sample of people that you can be able to study. But, um, you know, some people might be doing it deliberately to get revenge on somebody or something like that. Yeah. Um, sometimes people do it because they really feel like whoever they really are isn't going to be accepted. You know, if you ever see the show Catfish on MTV, you know, they'll have somebody who puts up a really a physically attractive photo and gets a lot of attention from other people with that profile and it's attention that they couldn't get otherwise. Mm. You know, and they may still talk to people and present what really is an authentic personality but behind this mask that's more appealing.
0: Hmm. I mean, they're really just, they're living a dream. They're, yeah. they're it's a persona they've created and I guess they're, I mean, it, it's, it's sad, really.
3: Right. I mean, it, it is sad. I mean, it's just, if you ever if you watch the show, that show or not, but sometimes you'll have situations like that and you know sometimes the people will remain friends but it always you know changes things obviously when you realize somebody has been deceiving you in a major way yeah, um, you're not going to quite have a same relationship again
0: well that was the BYU uh, not the BYU the what's it uh, Manti Teo from Notre Dame kind of got he's a big pro NFL prospect and he got really sucked into that and anyway it was, it was crazy and 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 really sad, horrible, actually. It seems like one of the things that might be a problem um, is when we're doing this and we're online and we're dating and we're putting out our profile and showing everything that's going on in our lives, it seems like we're a lot of it we're doing for the masses, for the crowds, and mm-hmm. not so much for ourselves. It's almost like we're not living just to be us. We're now living, it's almost like a camera is always in your face, so you're always projecting bigger, greater.
3: Uh, Certainly people um, are conscious of their self-presentation online, and they may want to project a certain image. And people differ in terms of their motivations for doing what they do on social media. Some people really do just want to connect with other people. Some people really do want to be accepted. Some people really do want to maybe express things about themselves that they feel like they don't get a chance to express. You know, some people um, might want to show off. um, A lot of people want to look like they're happier than they really are. Um, So people have these, these different motivations and some of them are more other directed, I guess. And some of them are more about, about yourself.
0: How do we know what to trust and, you know, and what messages, or do we just, you know, take it with a grain of salt and, just move on. How do we know what's real, what to trust and, and what not? And, and really do you have a guide for what we should be? I mean, how we should be managing our own profile. Is there a, and we'll talk about this a lot, I'm sure in the next segment, but is there, a, is there a healthy level of, uh, of imperfection that we might want to post?
3: Um, I mean, I would say that, you know, you probably don't want to post a whole bunch of things that are negative. Uh, There's actually an interesting study that looked at people with high self-esteem versus low self-esteem and the kind of things that they tended to post. And people with low self-esteem posted a lot more things where they were talking about just negative things that happened or venting, expressing negative emotions. And what happened was those things actually weren't getting as much engagement or reaction from their friends. It was as though their friends were kind of sick of hearing that. You know, they post something positive and they would get a lot of reinforcement, a lot of reaction and comments whereas people with high self-esteem are more likely to post mostly positive stuff. Hmm. And then when they did post something negative, then they would get a lot of responses, like, oh, what's wrong? You know?
0: Oh, that's true, yeah. And then they get reinforcement about their negativity.
3: Right. But yeah. then the people who have low self-esteem are doing all this negative stuff, and people are trying to kind of you could argue their friends are trying to train them out of it. They try <laughs> to reinforce the positive stuff.
0: We've all had somebody, a friend somewhere, that just kind of posts a lot of the martyr, woe is me stuff. And, yeah, it's sad because then it's almost like the, re- the response you have to him every time you see it is, oh, that's sad. You're, that's pitiful. <laughs> you just feel so bad for him, which may not be the goal, right? We don't, we don't want everybody projecting on us how pathetic we are.
3: I mean, some people may want to elicit pity from other people. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's possible that could be a motivation for some people. Other people might just be looking for just sort of moral support and, you know, maybe they're barking up the wrong tree because maybe not everybody is interested in doing that. And some become annoyed at the person if they're constantly doing that sort of thing.
0: That's right. And then I, I would assume, yeah, pull away, maybe, you know, no longer, or defriend them. I don't know. Um. It's interesting. It really is some interesting stuff, Gwendolyn. Let's take a break. I'd like to come back and talk about the impact it has on our on, on self and how we see ourselves. Are we becoming maybe a little more narcissistic? We're going to continue this discussion with Gwendolyn Seidman, PhD. She's going to uh, teach us about social media and uh, how it impacts you, your self-esteem, your sense of worth. More on social media and the internet when we come back right here on The Matt Townsend Show. Welcome back, friends, to The Matt Townsend Show. Wrapping up this first hour and our discussion about social media and its impact on self and relationships. Joining us is Dr. Gwendolyn Seidman. And uh, Gwendolyn is a professor uh, in the, and chair of the psychology department at Albright College and uh, is an expert in self-expression and self-presentation on the Internet uh, and cognition and close relationships and social support. Those are some areas of study she's been uh, researching. So welcome back, Gwendolyn. So great to have you.
3: Thank you.
0: Um. Here's what I want to know, because um, it seems like in in a way that uh, the more I now I'm becoming like a producer in a way. Now I have my I have my my Facebook page, I have my Instagram, and maybe I'm putting up some videos on YouTube. I am now doing what a television, a news reporter producer was doing years ago and now i'm building my own brand i mean all these things are going on with everybody that's using social media are we becoming more selfish more self-centric
3: well the interesting is that the evidence that social media is really making us narcissistic is pretty limited um so on the one hand you know people who are more self-centered more narcissistic Uh, definitely like the opportunities afforded to them by social media. Yeah. And they will use it more and post a lot of self-promoting kinds of things on there. Uh, But it doesn't necessarily mean that social media is making us more narcissistic. Because obviously if you see, you know, a correlation like that, it could be that narcissists are just using it more. Yeah. It's like
0: a mirror. I mean, there's, if there's a mirror there, some people will look at the mirror more than others. Right. That's interesting. Is it, um, Do you see a difference between introverts versus extroverts? Because a lot of this it seems like it's a great way the the internet is a great way for an introvert to go gather data kind of quietly, but the extrovert it's also a great tool to get out and, you know, stir the pot and mix it up find people to meet.
3: Right, I mean extroverts uh, typically report using social media more, they have more friends and yeah, they do kind of use it for somewhat different reasons. So some of the research suggests that Extroverts use it more as a way to kind of enhance what they've already got going on offline to sort of keep those connections going, whereas introverts are more likely to use it as a way to compensate for a lack of having a lot of social stuff going on hmm. outside of the internet.
0: That's uh, that's. I mean, that you know, tell me that doesn't ring true. Does um, <laughs> does Facebook? Is there a correlation? Between Facebook and self-esteem, it seems like if I get to create my profile and my identity and then, you know, eke out the image and the images I want people to see of me, it seems like it would be good for self-esteem.
3: Well, the relationship between, you know, Facebook and self-esteem is pretty complicated, and in part it's because people are using the sites for different reasons and are using them in different ways. So there's a lot of research that's shown, you know, sort of good and bad effects so sometimes if you engage in a lot of social comparison that can make you feel worse oh yeah you feel like other people are having you this great interesting life and you're not you can walk away from facebook feeling bad about yourself um and one study actually found that when people that also depends on how people are reacting to you so one study found that people who were just asked to passively use facebook and just sit there and read it Felt worse about themselves probably because of social comparison mm-hmm. um, in another study people whose updates were ignored by other people felt worse about themselves <laughs> they felt like they were getting socially rejected <laughs> yeah. by these other people
0: and now um, there's so, these there's these apps where you can see who's on you know who's who's unsubscribing unfriending you who's and and now you it's like even more impactful oh i can't believe right. stacy's not looking at my stuff anymore
3: yeah, so that kind of thing could potentially make you feel worse. So a lot of it depends on what you're doing on there. So like I said, if you're just happily reading that everybody else has a great life and comparing yourself to it, you're going to feel worse. You know, if you feel like you're not getting the social feedback that you want from other people and you feel like you're being ignored, that's going to make you feel worse. Right. And if you're getting a lot of positive feedback from other people, then you know, you're likely to feel good. You know, if you can share and express positive stuff and people like it and people support you. It can make you feel really good. So it really kind of depends on a lot of
0: different things. Uh, there was a study somewhere I heard um, about how many friends you should have. Did you hear that one? Um, where if you have – there, there's a certain number where I think it's like 350, more than 350. You start to getting – you start getting too much feedback. Like, and it, and it tends to overwhelm and fill you and, you know, give you more and more messaging. So there was like an ideal number. Do you buy that theory of an ideal number of people we should have?
3: Um, I mean, I think it makes sense. Obviously, an ideal number, sort of one size fits all, doesn't necessarily make sense for everybody that's true of almost anything. Uh, but I, I think that the principle is, is probably true, that if you've got too many Facebook friends or Twitter friends or whatever, that you're, um, you're going to get overwhelmed. You can't keep up with everything, and it may actually cause a certain amount of stress. Um, you may have a lot of people in there that you don't really care what they're doing, and so you feel like your news feed, your Twitter feed is, you know, is being overwhelmed by junk you're not interested in. Um, so I can certainly see why having a lot would be a problem. Not having enough, you're probably not going to get a lot of feedback from other people. You may post things and nobody sees them or likes them or whatever, um, because everybody, is, you know, everybody has so many other friends competing.
0: Right, right.
3: <laughs> you might you have very few friends, you might not get a lot of, a lot of attention on there.
0: What what should I worry about? So is there is there a moment? I mean, I see, um, you know, this idea of me quietly sifting through my friends and their friends and watching how their trips went to California. And at what point am I just not helping myself? Well, a
3: lot of it sort of depends on, I think, being aware of how it's making you feel. I mean, it sounds kind of obvious, but if you're doing something that makes you feel bad, you probably shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> an incredibly obvious piece of advice. But if you want to know, are you one of those people you know, who's engaging in too much social comparison and is feeling bad, then you should say, well, how do I feel when I get off of Facebook? Do I feel bad. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't spend so much time on it. You know, if you find yourself engaging in destructive behaviors, like snooping on your partner's Facebook page and getting all paranoid, you know, if that's what you're doing, then maybe you know
0: you need to cut back. Um, is so you is do there like a correlation? Good to do it, you know? Yeah, I mean it's funny if if you feel bad, don't do it. It's, you know why? It's the same thing as like if you keep hitting yourself with a stick, and it hurts, you could stop.
3: Right, kind of I mean, like that. Really stupid advice, right? No, but it's great
0: advice, really. But it's like it's almost like did we need to just say that? But yeah, we do because some. You know, it's just, they love it. There's the drug side of this, so that it's fulfilling, I mean, this need, and it's validating in a way at times, and it's, you know, it's it's intoxicating, and yet, if it, if it you know, if it's hurting you,
3: Right, and I, mean, I, I think that people, you know, they feel like they might be missing out on something. I actually know somebody who, um, during a particular political conflict, was getting very upset at a lot of the things that his friends were posting, and I said, just... Get off of Facebook. Yeah. It's like, oh, but I want to know what they're saying. Like, it's <laughs> driving you crazy. It's making you feel really bad. Is it really productive?
0: It is. I'm and so it, is, to stop it Talk about the addiction side of it. I mean, we've had people say it's addicting. It's and the chemistry. You know, it's similar to other you know things that become addictive. Do you do you see that? And do you see that you know as a psychologist? I,
3: mean, I think it can be for some people, it's psychologically addicting. Obviously, it's not physically addicting. It's not like nicotine or yeah, right. alcohol or something like that. Obviously, it doesn't have those effects on you, but it can have, um, you know, physical effects. You're mentioning it. I was research that shows that people who really can't control how much time they're spending on the internet do get the same kind of sort of stimulation, and, and in part, because it gives you stimulation pretty easily without a lot of effort, and that can make it, Addicted for certain people when hmm. you, get addicted to, you know playing video games all kinds of things uh, Most people don't um, But some people may uh, Start getting addicted to it
0: I think it's, um, it's I think where it gets Crazy is the minute you have You know a huge farm on Farmville With Thousands of goats to milk And chickens to bring the eggs In and you know you're stressed out And you need an antidepressant That's probably where you've pushed your farm on Farmville. You've
3: probably gone too far if
0: that happened. It's so crazy. We don't even know how to farm, but we now have these farms, and we have the pressure of farming on our little Farmville. Hey, what should we do? So give us some advice on how we could use social media to positively affect us and everyone around us.
3: Um, Well, as you mentioned before, don't be totally excessive about how much you use it. You You don't want to neglect other aspects. Of your life, you know, every, everything in moderation, as they say. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned, if it's some particular type of activity making you feel bad, you know, don't do that. Um, you know, if you find yourself engaging in destructive behaviors, you should try to stop doing that. So, you know, for example, research has actually shown that people who buy and snoop around on their partner's Facebook page a lot tend to feel more jealous, and then it just creates this vicious cycle hmm. where they find new things to get suspicious about, and so they snoop even more. So if you find yourself in that kind of situation uh, or you find yourself ignoring the people in front of you because you're too immersed, you know, looking at your phone and checking up on your Twitter or your Facebook, that that's something that you should stop doing. Hmm. Um, you know, what you should be doing is using it, you know, really to connect with other people, to, you know, get and give positive feedback to other people, um, you know, and as I said, it kind of depends. Like if you're putting a lot of stuff out there and no one's, you know, liking your post, then that could be bad. But if you're putting right. stuff out there and, you know, you are getting positive feedback and you feel good about that and you feel like you are connecting with people, then, you know, keep doing those things that, that make you feel good. Because, you know, depending on the person, what they're doing and who their friends are, what their personality is like, you know, which behaviors make them feel good. You know might differ right to some extent oh um, yeah but as, as we said in general it looks like the more kind of passive behavior uh, may be bad that if you you but, shouldn't just be sit there reading everybody yeah. else's
0: be active get in there and uh and, i mean and be positive that's what i think is great is you can go out and compliment other people talk about how wonderful they are appreciate their new boat and that incredible new tan um It really has the power to be a very positive thing. I've seen it on my own Facebook page. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to continue this discussion of social media. This is The Matt Townsend Show, back after this break. Afternoon, friends of the Matt Townsend show. If you're not a friend of the Matt Townsend show, today's the day. We need friends. We need likes. We need winks. We need links. Links in. <laughs> like, like, ding. <laughs> What's that? Like, what is a What ding. does Instagram do? Hearts. 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 Yeah. yeah. Heart. Vine. My so son's all over Vine. We need peppers. Peppers. That was yesterday. <laughs> Red hot chili pepper. Hey, um, today's show, folks, we're talking about social media and your life. Now, uh, some of you don't know this, but I'm a highly trained um, social media expert.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: I don't want to brag. have 40,000 fans.
1: I'm kind of a big deal.
0: On Facebook. Kind of a big deal. I think that should be directed to your wife. My wife has used me to accumulate 40,000 fans. (laughs) Okay. But what we do, and it's amazing, and until Facebook turned um, communist, (laughs) I don't know if that's really the the title, but um, we we would just put out really good quotes, awesome quotes, beautiful things, and then people would share them galore, and it got us 40,000 fans. And then Facebook thought, hey, these people ought to be paying for that. Uh, and then they so they basically change the rules of the game. You know, a lot of people would call that a bait and switch. Facebook would do that to you. Yeah, so I'm not liking Facebook, but some people do. So what I'm going to do is give you six keys to improve your self-esteem
1: while using while using Facebook. <laughs> okay,
0: these are really these are true. This okay. is research because I'm a highly trained professional.
1: But you have no esteem for Facebook.
0: I have no esteem for Facebook, but I'm going to show you how you can get esteem from Facebook. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm playing. I'm I'm reversing it. Okay. I'm baiting and switching. Sure I'm mad, but I'll give you I'll change people's self-esteem using that tool. All right. Rule number 1. Choose your Facebook page over your mirror. Really? Profound. Researchers at Cornell University found that participants who looked at their Facebook page for only three minutes reported a higher self-esteem boost than those who looked in the mirror for three minutes.
2: That's surprising.
0: not that weird? Me too. Yeah. I,
2: I, yeah. Have I, you guys looked in the mirror lately? I just look at my Facebook page. I did not morning that's when that's when all I was shaving. I
0: do. Yeah. But see, but on your Facebook page, we edit those— for ourselves, they're handcrafted, it's idealistic, it's everything we want. So you go look at these great, you know, you go look at these great images of what you want to be and what you want to project to everybody, so your self-esteem takes a boost. So if you're mirror, if you go to a mirror, all you got to deal with is yourself,
2: your ugly little self. So next time you sh- you're shaving, Sean, I'm using use your Facebook, Facebook page. Okay. Just shave. Yeah. You know? All right. Easy. It's fantastic
0: until you lop your ear off. Exactly. (laughs) But anyway, that's what the researchers are saying. So we tend to be more critical looking in the mirror. I've noticed I don't actually look in the mirror a lot. My wife actually tells me that. Like, did you look in the mirror? (laughs) I'm like, no. What do you mean? Well, just go look and you'll see. You'll just, it seems obvious. Just look. Number two, edit your Facebook profile regularly. According to this Cornell really? study, um, the highest reports of self-esteem came from participants who also edited their Facebook profile during the three-minute time. So, when you had the break for three minutes to look at your page, if you edited your page, your your face your self-esteem went even higher. So, putting a change on there makes you feel like you have a little positive hope of changing your life.
2: There you go. So just just change your uh, cover photo there. Yeah. Just- Try a different cover Try photo. Try a different photo. Yeah. Maybe what if,
0: maybe instead of looking in the mirror, just video yourself shaving in the morning, and just post that. Boom. Okay.
1: Cover photo. Easy. So what if you don't update your Facebook page? You're like, a wreck. And maybe every two years. Yeah. You need to get on that. Yeah. Self okay. esteem going down yeah. fast. So I look at the Tanking. stuff other people post, but I don't usually post stuff. Well,
0: just mix it up because then everyone's like, "Oh, Sean put a new picture on. He's living life. He's doing his hair different. La vida loca. Yeah." Here's another one. This is the research I mentioned to her. Uh, No more than 354 Facebook friends. 354? According to a study reviewed by the Society for Personality and Social Psychology, they found that having more than 354 friends on Facebook seemed to be a point where Facebookers become more increasingly or increasingly less happy with their lives. 354, that's the tipping point. After that point, you tend to be less happy with your life. Because – here's why. They found that by reading some of the friends' status updates, they rated their lives as much less satisfying than people who didn't check their news feeds. And if you have a lot of people on your page, you have a lot of people in your newsfeed. Oh. So now all this are like, oh, man, everyone in high school is still married and oh, – and then you just start feeling bad. No more than 354 friends, which for some of us, piece of cake. that re- really difficult for you though. I well, mean how do you limit not that? Not me. Just... My wife
2: – yeah,
1: <laughs> my wife's got all these friends. They don't come. So, from me. so what's the low number that you should have? You need one. Okay, at least one friend.
0: One friend, and if you know what, if you're out there and you can't find one friend, give us a call. One eight five five. Chat BYU. Mm-hmm. I'll be your friend. Mm-hmm. You've always got a friend on this show.
1: You got a friend in me. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Don't do that again. <laughs> that was good.
0: Loved it. That's Thank a great you. song. Randy Newman. Um, Never met him. Uh, Here's another one. This is my favorite. Kick the social climbers and the braggarts and the posers off of your Facebook island. Oh, that's a good idea. Boot them. You know who they are. Mm -hmm. The posers. Anybody that's taken a shot of themselves in a swimsuit just to have a shot of (laughs) themselves in a swimsuit, get rid of them. We don't need to look at that. So remember, Facebook gives you only a limited view into the lives of others, but so if and if they're out there and they're constantly just self promoting,
1: just move them away you don't need that you, you don't, don't need, need it that. see that's what I've always thought about facebook you you You, you can never get the whole picture Mm-mm. just from facebook
0: no no
1: that's actually and I think that's what people... you need youtube for that gives you
0: the whole picture no. Well, it gives you a lot of something. Three well, minutes. Once of again, picture. you're
2: just getting the twenty sixth selfie. You're not right. getting all twenty six of them. Right. You're just getting the best one. And that's all you're saying. <laughs> the twenty sixth one. Yeah, the twenty sixth selfie. with certain filtering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. No, nothing wrong with that. Airbrushed.
0: But I, I like the idea too that you you're free and you are an agent. So if you're you can choose to get people off your page, and if there's mm-hmm. some that I have some that every time i see him i i get i have like this i don't know what it is it's like a Indig- indigestion almost yeah. my mouth starts watering like whoa get me a bucket you know what i mean <laughs> so i'm like i'm not going to do that i'm going to get him off my page i don't need to get sick every time anyway that's just something to think about here's another one make only positive comments on other people's walls
1: that's a good that's good advice i think if you're if you're making negative comments about somebody that's just yeah That's just wrong.
0: Save your negative comments for home, (laughs) for your family, for your your spouse. That's that's a great place to use that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't do that. A recent study that was released by Forrest and Wood reveals that your self-esteem can affect what types of comments you make on Facebook. People with low self-esteem tend to give more negative feedback. And then in turn, they tend to have more people withdraw or pull away from them. That's what we were just talking about earlier. Last but not least, remember that real self-esteem comes with who you are, not who you know. Your self-esteem has to come from inside you. You're an incredible, decent, amazing, wonderful person. You're a son of God. You are a powerful force in this world. Or a daughter. Or a daughter of God. Yeah. True self-esteem comes when you focus on finding out what's most special about you, what are your talents, your gifts, your offerings. It's not about – it never is. It's not about what everyone else is doing, who's got the new toy, you know, who's got the new –
1: Even though you see all the new toys on Facebook.
0: Yeah. It's not about that.
1: Let it go. Can you let it go, Matt? He
0: ruined a really good segment. Sorry. <laughs> we were rocking that one. Boom. We're going to take a break. Hey, guess, guess who's in the house? Megan Conley. Wow, Meg in progress. Is, is, did she drive up in the limo this time? She drove Isn't up she, in a, in her Cadillac limo and in tow. Doesn't she have a celebrity cute status Little now? child, she's brought a child. We're going to find out after the break if that child belongs to her. She's been on TV so many times now. You know she's got. She's huge. Yeah, she's huge. We won't even. We can't even mention on our show what she's on tv for anyway it's that good go to meg in progress we're going to take a break when we come back she's in the house lots of fun straight ahead right here on the matt townsend show Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend show. Guess who's in the house? Woo! Megan Eugene Conley.
4: Hey, my middle name's Elaine, so that was super <sighs> close. I knew it was. Did you remember? I was channeling it. You were channeling, yeah. Hey,
0: um, you came in I, I don't know how to say this. I'm not <laughs> eloquent. But you came in in a sweaty heap.
4: I I well, so we're buying a new house. What does
0: that have to do? Are you and just so, dropping that in and the conversation? So, hey
4: guys, I'm getting a new house. No, so I've been like doing stuff around my current house right now to make it. Like we got an offer on it, and I don't want them wow. to walk through it again Let's and talk be about like, this. "Never mind." And so I've been. So yeah, I'm a little. Um, have you been glowy Facebooking looking. this?
0: Because this is important. No,
4: I haven't been selfies. No, I I did Facebook when we. Put up the house initially because I like yeah. wanted to sell it. Sure, So sure. I put it on my Facebook pro- well, profile.
0: now and then you're buying a McMansion. Is that no, what I not heard?
4: at all. A really cute 1953 Rambler. Okay, it's very cute. It needs Rambler. Isn't that a car? It's like it's like it's like that's a word, right? For houses, yeah. Oh, Sean says it's a word. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, and it's like um, got like carpets from the 1950s in there. Ooh. Like you walk in and your throat constricts, and like you're like, Ugh, yeah. Have you heard of asbestos? Good bones. Oh, it totally has asbestos. No, why?
0: Why are you buying? Why are you buying this house?
4: Because <laughs> we love it, and we Hold can on. remove what do you the love asbestos. About it? Like it's so it's so it's twenty seven hundred square feet all in one level, Whoa. which is like crazy. That's right. That's nice.
0: put the ram and rambler right yeah, there.
4: Yeah, right, and it's and it's on 0.4 acres. Wow! Yeah, and you're it's got, kind
0: of bragging. I
4: kind of... Well, no, because here's the thing: it's a crazy, crazy price because it needs so much work. Well, because
1: it's
0: it's yeah. full of it carcinogens.
4: So, you walk, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, no, you walk in and you're like, I've never been able to taste air before. <laughs> <laughs> like, this
0: air tastes bitter. And it's like
4: kind of, it's like kind of moist. Yeah. But but we went through the inspection; it's all gonna be fine. Do you have something to say, Sean? Are you concerned? Uh, it
1: sounds like my grandmother's house.
4: <laughs> oh, totally. Oh. Except for like, I think a hoarder lived there before. But because, really, like, yeah. So this is crazy. She wasn't really a hoarder. She was a collector of things, and um, she lived by herself. And apparently, she was this very, very nice, like mm-hmm. old woman. Yeah. And she she willed all the stuff in her house to like her neighbors because she didn't have any living family. Wow. And there were a couple neighbors that were given all of her books, and there were all these books. And they started going through the books, and in between the pages of the books, they found thirty thousand dollars. No Lucky. joke. No joke. That's the house that I'm buying. I wish... The books are no longer in the house, like You though. need to like, tear, I don't get No, but tear the place it's apart. Like, well, that's what Riley's like. Let's tear up the carpets, which we have to do anyways, because they're gross. Like, really? they're just old. Yeah. Like, just...
0: They just have old...
4: There's very old... Smells in it. And, like... Yeah. And, like, all the bathrooms are carpeted. <laughs>
0: Oh, but see that, by the way, that used to make a bathroom.
4: Sure, about in the 50s. If
0: you could get out of the shower yeah. and step onto that plush shag sure. carpet.
4: But five years mm. from now, this place is going to be a showpiece. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Wow. Well, everybody sure stay in tune. Stay, keep sure listening. In five, think, years, we'll in five years, we'll have a reveal. I think
4: exciting. in five years,
0: you'll probably, I don't know, you'll probably be a big star.
4: That's what i working today.
1: She's bucking for an HGTV show now.
4: Brilliant. That's where the money is. Oh, yeah, man. I am going to rehab the whole thing and post on my blog, talk about narcissism, right?
0: You know what? That's why we brought you on today.
4: Because <laughs> I'm so good at that.
0: Because you are a blogger. Yes. Extraordinaire. Yes. You write one article. One article that I've been talking about for 15 years. I've been talking about it for 15 years. You write a silly article. And it gets you all of this attention.
4: Here's the thing. It's because I was, a, it was... The article in question, which I think has to go unnamed here, but the yeah. article in question...
0: Just go to Megan Progress.
4: Because... It, yeah, it's in the best of. It's go, because it was But ra- it's in
0: the back. You got to go to the back of the Megan Progress site because it's <laughs> hidden in a back room. It's that...
4: It's that kind of article. It's that kind of article. But it... Um, it's because it was written by a married woman. Married mm-hmm. women don't write articles like that. Like I'm, even though what you were saying no, for fifteen years I was true, I said you it were forever. a man, and I so a man. it was. A- it
0: just sounded like I was self-serving. Sure,
4: they were like, "All right, <laughs> so now. I'm gonna just, I'm
0: gonna shoot straight." What it is is you basically said couples should do a challenge to have marital intimacy thirty days in a row. Yes. So I've I've said that and I think you stole it.
4: I did you, have you said the thirty day thing? I've have said, you really? I
0: didn't say thirty. I had I said 300. Yeah. <laughs> three hundred.
4: <laughs> yeah. Three thousand days. Three thousand days. And then
0: you and your
4: My uppity way. Uppity <laughs>
0: Fem-centered. <laughs> uh.
4: It's because I approach it from a comp- even. Actually, I think we approach it from the same perspective. We I do. really do. No, we totally do. But but you're a dude. Yeah. And so the women aren't taking aren't taking you as it's ridiculous. Seriously, when it comes to that, so. I have a PhD. I don't. I don't. You know, know what? Not know. even an associate's degree. Which over tells here. us. But you, know,
0: you don't but need you a don't, degree. You
4: don't need it because you don't have to have a degree to be an expert in being a woman. You just have to be a woman. So. Well, you got me there. That's not happening.
0: I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen.
4: Sorry. You it's can't not in the go cards. to that school. <laughs>
0: what a ripoff. Anyway, you're famous.
4: I'm not famous, but i But I've that's the power
0: of social media because it yes. got you. It's been huge. It's it, it, You've been on the Steve Harvey show.
4: Yeah. Nightline, GMA, um, and then, and then a bunch of cool interviews here and there, like the biggest, the biggest newspaper in Israel just interviewed me, which was super cool. really I cannot pronounce it. Young, no uh, idea.
0: Okay. Well, so
4: the you, lovely woman who interviewed me was named Lilith, which I love that name. But so you,
0: you don't know the newspaper.
4: I, I can't even. But it's there. But it's there. That's like great. I, I could email it to you That's and you'd great. be no, like, oh no. yeah. Yes, it's, da, all da, da, da. it's all trust. It's all trust.
0: And um, but, so you just so social media can be
4: great, yeah. and and the thing is, is that it's. Um, as passionate as I am about the, the one topic, there are a lot of other things that I write about and this has opened the door for that. Have you so now, written other things? <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> and so now I'm a blogger for Huffington Post and so wow. which is cool.
0: But I, I hear they'll take anyone.
4: Well that's kind of true.
0: That's not true. <laughs> that is not true.
4: I'm in. So but but so I wrote this whole Ray Rice thing happened, right? Yes. And I wrote this this big piece about what um I thought capturing our images like the effect that that has on women which i think actually really plays into what you guys are talking about it's today prob-
0: well i don't want to brag but it's probably something i said years ago
4: probably and but you it's just cool it. I, he's got a lot of um traction because i had already done other things which, which is fun you know you open the door and then you step through and other things happen which is which is great
0: Great, so, great for you.
4: Matt Townsend is still my favorite place to Well, be. you say that, but then you're not show. here for like two weeks. Well, I feel bad because I have to call in because I can't find a sitter for my kid every single Tuesday. And well, I don't want to be like, moving the girl your that, house,
0: and yeah. now you're going to have asbestos poisoning.
4: <laughs> yeah, probably. It's
0: hard. it's hard. Hey, I'm trying to pull your site up, and apparently your site has crashed.
4: Oh, you know what? They were like doing um, maintenance today.
0: That, uh, so that what is that? What's shop happened. talk for, hey, you forgot to plug it in?
4: Yeah, no, shop talk for. Um, did the, you ser- the servers were overloaded again because servers. of my awesome page views. So they had to upgrade the server. So they were doing that right your
0: now. Your servers were smoking <laughs> hot.
4: But that's really just a testament to how small my server the server was. Let's ba- just be real. What, your
0: server really was like a, a Commodore 64 6419. Maybe eighty.
4: Totally. It was in my husband's like, office at work. That's like how lame it was. Your husband's so, rich like, office? No, it's not. It, it no. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so <laughs> Um
0: You like social media?
4: Okay, I have a complicated relationship with social media.
0: Why? Because um, you're not like into. I, I could. I mean, I could see you posting selfies.
4: Yeah, occasionally I do post pictures of myself. It's not usually like the like no, it is like duck lips, duck, duck, duck faced, but yeah. like people, you know. Someone take a picture and I'll post it. You being arrested. Well, we, yeah, we've I seen you pictures being arrested. of me being arrested. But, but I have a complicated relationship with it because I think it shows our best selves and then I think it also reinforces our worst insecurities. Mm-hmm. And so so that article I wrote, The Invisible Woman, the whole thing, the thing that confused me about the Ray Rice thing, and that's been talked to death, but the yeah. thing that was so confusing to me is we knew exactly what had happened to Janae Palmer um, a day after it happened. Right. And then, and then it was huge news again in August. Then the, yeah. And then all of a sudden the video comes out and people are like, what wow what happened well what did you think it looked like when a man knocked a woman out right i didn't understand where all the shock was coming from so um you know i stayed up thinking about it drove around i was in california at the time drove around all those complicated freeways thinking about it i suddenly realized that we've gotten to the place where women don't feel like they are seen and maybe women really aren't seen until a picture is taken
0: yeah, to, and a video is shown, a video and is everyone shown, gets to see it.
4: Right, and so and so, I think a lot of times, like, these selfies are really, um, and as far as women go, men, like, you have to speak for that, because I don't mm, know. Well,
0: apparently it doesn't matter. But, no <laughs> one's listening to me. <laughs> Stop. Whatever.
4: But as far as women go, I think often that when we're putting these selfies up there, what we're saying is, I am here.
0: Hear me. Can you see yeah, me? Can you here. hear me? Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that means, right? Doesn't Namaste mean I I see you? I, I hear you. I think it does. I think
4: you're right. Yeah. Yeah. i I'm just, we were just. I gonna just want to know.
0: Oh well, that too.
4: That's awesome, though. Namaste yes, means right. I see you. Well, and do you know what's so interesting is um, one of my favorite books is by Wilbur Smith, and there's this character in there, and um, he's he's. Uh, he, He's from this, you know, interesting culture anyways. But one of the things they say in his culture is, I see you. Like when they meet someone, they say, I see you. I see you, Nicozy. And so that's something mm. that we say in my family. Um, as much as we say, I love you. Like that's beautiful. So Margaret will come in and that say, I real. see you, mom. And I'll say, I see you, Margaret. And so, and so I'm trying to kind oh, of great. circumvent like this, um, invisibility that seems uh-huh. kind of built into our society right yeah. now. But I think it's really easy to judge all these women for putting up selfies and, but, but what they're really saying they're saying I have a presence.
0: Well, and some of them are saying I just got my lips done.
4: Well, some of them are just super hot, <laughs> and you just got to spread the good news. But I that.
0: love the I see you. We got to okay, we're coming back. Okay, that. cool. More with Meg Conley. You know, she's been out uh, being famous.
4: It's all over now, though. but
0: she hasn't lost her edge. <laughs> she's she still dresses. You're dressing more <gasps> it Hollywood.
4: It, it matches. Look at my ear. I'm wearing earrings. Which is not advisable. We'll be back no, headphones. we'll be
0: back with that. That is big news. <laughs> when we come back, more on Meg's earrings. Right here on the Matt Townsend show on BYU Radio. Come back, everybody! I had to say it twice. It was so good <laughs> that uh, th- those laser noises—they're fancy. They're super fancy. That is the Matt Townsend show. Killing the microorganisms in Meg's new carpet.
4: <laughs> you will need so many more lasers. You will need like so. So you are going to find
0: so much mold yeah. in that house. No, no. No, you are. No, yes. no. I checked. Stop.
4: I checked. When the inspector came through and he's like, not as much moisture as you would think in a house this old. That's what he said. That's always what they say. No, he was He was honest. Was he? Yeah, you could see it in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. He had honest face. He had honest, honest eyes.
0: eyes. Always look in the eyes. <laughs> Meg Conley's in the house. Meg from uh, Meg in Progress. Yes. Uh, Meg's, uh, if you're trying to get to Meg's website right now, Meg's Sorry. website, not in progress. No,
4: it's like undergoing a server change. So it'll be back server up tomorrow. Server change, which yeah. means? I've had a lot of readers. Yay! No, tell them the truth. I had a really bad server. Yes, the Commodore 64
0: <laughs> is out of juice. It's
4: out of commission. Meg. Yes.
0: You brought your two kids, Zuzu.
4: Yeah, they're here. How cute is that? Viola. Yeah,
0: Are they going to be big blogger, social media? Like, are you worried about what that's going to do to your little girls? No,
4: I totally am worried. Okay, that's such a good question. So I just did this interview. (laughs) I just did this.
0: That's why I'm the host.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm not. So I just did this interview yesterday, and, like, this camera crew came to my house, and they had all these big lights, and, like, this cute person was interviewing me, and and it was great. And um, my kids are relatively quiet when that kind of thing happens, and so... So Zuzu was sitting just out of, like, the ca- the camera shot, and I was watching her watch me as they were setting everything up, and her eyes were, like, on fire. Like, she thought Whoa. this was so cool. cool.
2: You were,
0: like, big like, time. She
4: couldn't believe it. And and I'm not. No, but, but, like, you to are. No. To her, I am, right? Oh well, sure. Yeah, and you're so, mother. Um, But I was super concerned afterwards because, like, there are a lot of ways for people to see you. There are a lot of ways for people to hear your message. There are a lot of ways for you to see yourself. And... And and cameras like that's just one medium, and it's not the most effective no. way. And not
0: for me, it isn't. It picks your chin up. <laughs> like the radio never picks the chin. You know,
4: up. I got I got I got a chin. Like my my brother used to like grab this part like under my, Wait, like
0: your goiter. We my call goiter. That your goiter. Sure, when
4: I'm not around. And like when I was little, he was when he was little too. He grabbed it. And he's like, gobble, 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 gobble. And it's like, that's true. Like, that's a true statement. like <laughs> Let's just not do wrong. that one
0: more time. What did that sound like?
4: Gobble, 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 gobble. For those of
0: you listening at home. And that's her brother grabbing her goiter.
4: Yeah, that's true. So that's, that's fact. But so that, you're
0: worried, though. You're worried. That is
4: something I totally worry about. And, you know, like a new study just came out that said that on average, the generation that we call the millennials, they check their their phones, their smartphones, 55 times a day. Well, what <laughs> really? else are you doing? Right.
0: I don't do anything 55 times a day.
4: Well, here's the thing. I thought about it and like maybe like that might be close. Wow. Like I'm checking it. I get my email on there. Yeah. Um, oh, oh I, did
0: Steve Harvey write oh, me? Oh, like what producer wants oh, to be with me now? So Jimmy cool. Fallon. Yeah, let's see if we can fit oh, it in. Oh my
4: gosh. I love Jimmy He's Fallon. He's my favorite. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, You guys would be good together. We,
0: uh, I think we're uh, long lost brothers.
4: Yeah, I could see that actually. another I'm not, mother. I'm a very different mother. But um, <laughs> But I, so I... So I worry about that, and and um, so there are ways that I'm trying to address that. One of that is how we say, "I see you." I see. I love that. And, and we talk. We talk about. Um, we talk about each other. Talk about the things I see in them, and they're learning how to talk about the things they see in me. Um, we don't have like an iPad. Like, there's some, you don't. No, I mean my husband has one for work, but we don't have one in the house really. Wow. And so Why? and so, uh, like for what? Like, like I have a computer. I don't well, know what I would do with it right now. Well, like, how,
0: how do you get your children to be quiet?
4: Well, like so, occasionally my phone. Like I have an iPhone. Like okay. if you're in a restaurant, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'll hand them the iPhone with like a video on it or something. Yeah. But but at home and for the most part, um, they don't have access to technology that tr- teaches them how to see themselves differently. And so um, I'm not like this like awesome hippy dippy mom. Like they for sure watch a lot of like PBS Kids and all that jazz. Sure. But um and so so I think that's helpful. I think like creating a zone where they have to get to know themselves before they get to know an outside environment. Love it. It's super important. It's
5: too
0: easy to just use technology thinking that's going to be how they get to know them.
4: Right. I mean, it's just like technology at the end of the day. Like when you're on your phone, on your computer, it's all just data, right? right. Like you're really just seeing a bunch of zeros and ones. You're not seeing anything yeah. of substance. Mm-mm. And so and – Did so, you
0: hear about the fish? What fish? Talking about substance. No. Goldfish had a brain tumor. Uh-huh. <laughs> the vet took it out. Yeah. <laughs> saved its life it'll now move on it'll have guppies it'll it's good life i missed it it was on youtube was it mm-hmm. you're lying no i swear
4: you're lying no. they did brain surgery on brain a gold- surgery on a goldfish that's amazing
0: i kid you not could i make well, that up well, well, why i'm the, saying that is it's wow. not it, it is wow, it's, it's just a bunch it's of zeros and ones
4: yeah, and like sometimes it's irrelevant great. like sometimes yeah. it's fantastic way, like, from australia well of course
0: it's not even an American goldfish. Who cares? How am I picking up social media I, from Australia? Am I supposed to start
4: caring about Australians? Seriously, now? that's exhausting. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> but, but there are great things. Like I homeschool, which I know you laughed. No, I No, I think, I think it's fantastic. Because
0: <laughs> I just can't see you as the school mom.
4: Uh, Margaret, who's like currently the only one, like quote unquote, in school. Margaret, she,
0: meaning Zuzu. Zuzu, sorry,
4: yeah. yeah. She calls me um, Miss Mom. Uh, like she really gets into it. It's does awesome, she? Miss Mom.
0: So really, just role playing.
4: It, that's totally what it it's is. just is. We're playing just playing school. pretend, but we're that's learning great. things. It's no, I did awesome. that. I it's,
0: played cops when I was
1: a kid.
4: Yeah, so but it's, it's a fun. Lot like like that. We're, we're learning things yeah. too. But she, um, like when she asks, "How does electricity get into the electrical wires like above our house?" Like Fine. I can, I can go onto YouTube and show her. Like that's well, fantastic. Magic. I you just am say not going to lie. There was a time when I would use answers like that. But so, so the so internet is great. Show her but and it needs to be teacher. a resource, That's not great. not your only outlet. And so, I think that if you're doing that with your kids, you naturally start doing that for yourself, which is fantastic. I love that. So, so you're using
0: it as a resource, an, an additive source, right? Not right. the source, right?
4: And, and unless and, it's
0: Wikipedia, which, which is the source,
4: which is pretty hilarious. I've yeah. gotten so many like facts off wikipedia yeah i have too. and then they have really not been true they weren't real facts yeah it was not real (laughs) it's a shame but but i think i also think like don't be so hard on ourselves like oh we're such narcissists like facebook didn't invent narcissism no we have always wanted to be the most important person in the room always always like since adam and eve right
0: narcissists i mean i'm (laughs) i mean at some point I think actually, they were, at, when they partook of the fruit, they, were they mortal. became. That's right. and,
4: so, and so at the end of the day, whether we acknowledge that or not, like that is a desire that we have. So, okay, what do we do with that? Like, How do we make that work not just for us but for others? I mean, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, We all want to be awesome well, and, and be we, seen as being awesome.
0: And we can take a picture here and there.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I'm going to have to show you my picture, but keep going. I, I've got a picture do, I want to show you. A picture
4: you. of you? Uh huh. Do you do selfies?
0: <laughs> Every day.
4: Are you on Instagram, Matt? Yeah. How do I not follow you? I have no idea. See, this is the thing. We can connect through things like that, right? We
0: totally could, and because then I only post like twice annually.
4: Sure. Okay. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> it, it takes me that long to get like even right now. I want to show you a picture, but I can't. You
4: don't know. You don't have the app.
0: Well, I, no, I have everything I need.
4: Oh, hey, who do you kind of look like right there? Peter Sellers. What's on your head? Oh, I could see that. What's on your head?
0: Uh, What's on my head? That's a very good question. This is going to be posted, by the way, posted on my Facebook page.
4: Great. As soon as I send it to my wife and get
0: her to post it. It's a hat that I can make look like that.
4: Oh, look at all these pictures you took of yourself.
0: I took eight of them.
4: I like you with a mustache.
0: It's actually a goatee and a mustache, (laughs) but it's not real. And then the hat sometimes looks like that.
4: Sure. Your kids are so embarrassed Can of you. I just tell you, this doesn't make great radio. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You can't. But you guys you should see, see these
0: pictures. They're but, hilarious.
4: I do think I do think that we need to t- take a step back and ask, why are we posting so many pictures of ourselves? Why do we feel like that's a means of validation? Why aren't we seeing ourselves until we're on a screen? I mean, yes. I think that that really that's is great... the most interesting question because that comes Because you should know yourself
0: the... in right. yourself.
4: Sure. Right. Deep words. Yes, that was the, But that's true. That's totally right. But you're right and we should and we should be able to acknowledge and know others um, without that. We should we should be able to be a presence here on the planet without having an Instagram account. And and I think that that, that is where that is where we need think to work. Think of how many of work.
0: Ne- women never had a voice. Absolutely. And now they have voicemail.
4: But but okay, there is some truth to that. Right? Like I hear no, about it's real. all these people who are so upset. The women are always posting about their families and themselves, and it's like, well, I'm sorry, we've been really quiet for thousands of years. <laughs> sorry about that. Do you think sorry it's ever going to just
0: ease up a bit?
4: <laughs> Me? <laughs>
0: no, everybody. The
4: noise? No, it's
0: all the noise. Never.
4: No, so so I think that we're learning. We're learning how to use our voices, and um, we're learning what real validation is, and what real presence and purpose is. Yeah, and um, what is that? Some, what is that?
0: The symbol means I'm hungry. Bring me in some food. <laughs> so it actually means it's stretch. So, 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 so okay. distracting. Let me just give you a little technical help. I'm just going to give you a little technical help, Meg. Don't when we're doing like something technical like that, you just have to ignore it and keep talking.
4: I like I thought you that were a That Shut yo-yo. you right down. No, I, I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. No,
0: no, that means. That, that means feed me. I want some string cheese. Give me some <laughs> fettuccine, Alfredo. I'm really hungry right now. The show was going so well, Meg. You were so close.
4: I just lost my train of thought. Like it disappeared.
0: <sighs> See, you keep saying God. You keep saying you want to be on the show more. I do. I, I do. need you to focus. I'm gonna
4: be your partner. That's what you need that's I do, what it needs I to be proposed.
0: And I, I you know what? I've proposed it.
4: Have yeah, and Maybe they it laughed. Oh, they laughed. They
0: laughed. They're like, she's out of control.
4: Listen, don't make me. I'll have to just start podcasting. You know what and they I'll said? Have, I'll have to be a competitor. Don't make me do that. Man. <laughs>
0: Try to. You can't Podcast. write about your favorite topic. Podcasting
4: once. from my basement. Here's
0: the deal. <laughs> I they I just. I would love you to be on the show more, but I can't carry the load.
4: <laughs> I can't
0: do everything.
4: I do just get to show up and putts around. That's you true. do. That's true. Capital P. I mean, but on you, the uts. But here's the thing: like, I also talk about really important topics you about do. how like women need to understand how to use their voices. You bring in and depth see that this show
0: has never seen,
4: never had, never had. <laughs> you
0: really do. <laughs> I don't care if right. you come in with a weird smell. From the sweat.
4: No, no. I, I like it was glowing. Like, I, I smell like sunshine.
0: Oh, is that what the sun smells yeah. like?
4: <laughs>
0: smells like carbon to me. Any,
4: James, you're supposed to be on my side right Penny now. Who?
0: who? Um, I, I think, let's let's recap. Okay. Uh, ready. Your carpets are going to stink.
4: Y- no, they do stink. They're going to be beautiful because I'm getting new ones. And in
0: five years, you will wrap that up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure.
4: Unless we start partnering on a show, in which case I can start-
0: Ten years from start now. Start
4: putting some money into it.
0: Oh, you want to get paid. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Strike two right there. Shoot. That's your second shot. <laughs> Missed. That's so bad. Uh, we recap, too. One of your words that you say is, I see you. You say yes. that instead of, I love you. Well, in
4: addition to. Yeah, you do both. Like, I don't say, I don't love you, I see you. Yeah. Like, it's in addition to. What, what, what part- do you
0: say if you're not feeling love? You just say- you are dead to me.
4: Go find your father. Like, is what I say when that's I'm great. not feeling the love. No, that's great. Or I'm calling your father.
0: I'm calling your father. Or Riley.
4: He gets like a lot of the. And then he gets home and they're like, wait, he's a nice guy. Why were we worried? Yeah, why were you? But it totally works. Why, like, do you think he's a monster or something? And then no. he gets home and they're like, yeah. dad's so nice. He's a pushover. I think
0: I need to meet Riley.
4: He's so cool. He wants to go to dinner with you and I'm, your wife. We've talked about is, this multiple times. Is he paying? Yeah, he will. We'll pay. Yeah. (laughs) Look at his (laughs) face. Now it's happening. I didn't say say where we would go. I am so sick of you
0: throwing your money around (laughs) on this show. Are you kidding me? It may be
4: McDonald's. Like, what are you accustomed to eating?
0: Well, sushi. Like the fish.
4: There's this place. I call it bucket sushi because you go and it's like all you can eat sushi (sighs) and it smells like fish, like bad fish. You're not
0: supposed to buy your sushi by the pound.
4: Well, no, it's not good. It's not good, but we could take you there.
0: Well, we let's... can afford that. <laughs> oh, great. Let me get, you know what? Let me cover it. Let me <laughs> oh, take you Matt, somewhere. You got it? Okay. Yeah. No, I Shoot. got this really great place. <laughs> it's called Dumpster. <laughs> it's fantastic. Okay The
4: best sushi, though, like I've heard Takashi's really good. I haven't been. But Apparently, the things. best
0: sushi is some vet in Melbourne, Australia.
4: Yeah, for real. He Doing. could, like, yeah. He could, like, slice that. Ahi tuna real nice.
0: Nice and get, fine. Get
4: a tumor out of a none
5: of that. Goldfish. I was doing a recap. Sorry, a
4: recap, and make sure make sure that you find other ways to feel your pre- to let your presence be felt. Like it's okay to p- post the pictures. That's okay. It Just is. make sure it's, it's totally in, a, in so addition. So don't feel bad
0: thing. about like yeah, we shouldn't make fun of that.
4: I don't. No, no. like I'm never going to be upset about someone reaching out, no matter how they're doing. It.
0: Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> We're going to go over a little bit here because, um, okay. So say James. <laughs> okay. Wants to reach out, takes his shirt off, strikes a pose. Sure. He's just reaching out.
4: Sure. Like, there's
0: nothing wrong with that. I here's mean, the thing. I mean, like, nothing. Like, but then he's like a little <laughs> caption like, uh, hashtag ripping it.
4: <laughs> here's the thing. If that is James expressing himself and he felt like, like I maybe I will like, Oh, that's kind of silly. Like, maybe that will be my response. But at the end of the day, there will be no judgment and um, no feeling better than because we are all just we are all just trying to connect. And you can't be upset that some people are bad at connecting. You can just be better at connecting yourself. (laughs) That's
0: That's a great point.
4: Thank you, Matt. That's a great point. I feel like you've agreed with me a lot lot today. I
0: do. Did you find
4: out like I'm about to die or something? Yeah,
0: I got the I got the test. (laughs) 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 We're going to need to let you go. It's not you.
4: It's not you. It's me. It's the disease you have. It's the disease
0: you have. <laughs> um, you know, you're fun.
4: I love being when here. When we see
0: you like once a year, No, it's...
4: listen, I'm, I'm back in action. They said I could come back four times a month. Yeah, they four said times I could. a month. I, yeah.
0: I think I said that. Don't Matt say said they. It. Maddie
4: didn't say it. I have to ask Maddie. Because like I feel like she schedules it, have right? Have you. <laughs>
0: so, this is my show. Pants?
4: You wear the pants?
0: I wear the okay, pants. Okay,
4: Matt says I can come back.
0: <laughs> Why do people think Maddie? Just, just is she telling you it's her she's, show? She's
4: watching my kids right now. Like I just do what oh, she yeah, says. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, for right now, just tell her it's her. But after, yeah. just no, I said it. you're okay. in. You're okay. in. Are you going to hang out with us for this last bit?
4: Yeah, as long as my three year old isn't like eating. You run out and check, out
0: make sure they're not eating weird yeah. things. We're going to take a break. Back more with Meg Conley from Meg In Progress, even though it's offline. Uh,
3: <laughs> dot tomorrow. com
0: Welcome back, friends. That is the hoedown music, which means the show's almost over. We know that also because Meg's children are in the house.
4: <laughs> Say hi.
0: There's Margaret over there. Viola is kind of sleepy. Yeah. What's yes, with the uh, hello? <laughs> Good job. How are you, Zuzu? <laughs> Good to meet you. That's Zuzu and Viola. Hi. She's just cute. Oh, she's cute. Thank you.
4: <laughs> um, what's,
0: with the, what's with the pens all over her arm, Mom? You
4: know, um, she collared on herself. Also all over her abdomen. Like, wow. Yeah, and she came up to me and she's like, oh, Mom, it's blue full, which is beautiful. Well, but and it's blue. it was blue. also blue. It was blue so was like, nice pun, Oh, she's huh? full of blue. Mommy, I want to go home.
0: By the way, that's about the most average, common response of the Matt Townsend <laughs> show. <laughs> that is what I hear every day.
5: <laughs>
4: but Mommy, now I, I want to go, go home. home. I want to go
0: home. Oh, Maddie yeah, wants I'm to go done. too.
5: James, don't you want to go home? <laughs>
0: James she, is home. Yeah, <laughs> this is home. Um, as we wrap, <laughs> oh, we'll hit, we'll get you out of here. Okay, <laughs> um, let's wrap this up, Maddie. I guess uh, this is your show now. Yeah, it is. What have you got? A little a social media test for so us? So
5: we're gonna see how well you and Meg. Would pass the social media jargon. Not even a contest. Test. No, Matt will win. Okay. Darn right. So I want you to. I'm going to give you a, a term, and I want you to explain to me what it is. Okay. Okay. So Matt, what is an influencer?
0: An influencer yeah. is one who influences, one who um, writes media and uh, writes content and influences the world. It's also a brother or a sister of influenza.
4: Oh my gosh! No. Oh my gosh, no. Okay, Meg, do you know, do you, can I mean, you explain better? You know better? what's so funny is like you go to these blog conferences and, and they'll be like, welcome influencers. And yes. it just means that you you have a platform and people are swayed by your platform. But I think it is such a pretentious term. That's what like, I said. I said that. Love it. Do you know <laughs> the other one that drives me crazy? Creatives. Oh, the creative Oh, yes! Like, like oh, uh, bloggers or Instagram people will say, "Well, as a creative," and I'm like, "What the heck does that mean?" Like, can we have a <laughs> conversation about that? If you are a creative,
0: that? you don't say you're a creative. Well,
4: exactly. plus, like, aren't we all creatives? No, we not. Isn't that like not. an aspect of life? Like, no, that you need you create to meet things? some people.
0: I know <laughs> <laughs> they're not creative.
4: Sorry, I didn't mean to jump the gun on that one, though. But influencers reminded me. That's right. Just ruin the show.
0: Once again, you're showing us.
4: It's great. It's it's cool. Okay, Matt, let's start with
5: you on this one too. What is vlogging?
0: Vlogging would be video logging. Blogging. Matt's good at that. That
5: was good. Vlogging is right. That was good. Not to be confused
0: with flogging, which is a painful whipping.
5: Well, or flogs, which are fake blogs. Ooh. I never heard that one. Yeah, wow. uh, that's what that's what it tells me. Blogs, fake blogs. Yeah. All right, Meg, can you explain to us what feed is? Sure. <laughs> sure.
4: Like in in referring to a horse? No, right? no,
5: yeah. That's yeah, it. Sure. no, like, farm like, girl, no. Like your,
4: your feed, like when you are reading like multiple blog posts at once because they're sent to something <laughs> yes. like Feedly or, or your Facebook. Your, feed. your Facebook feed. Good job. F S S. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Way to go, Matt. Thank Way to you. go. Yeah, I'm so proud of you.
5: All right. <laughs> Matt, what is a m- meme?
0: A meme is how I make my living and how I grew my Facebook page, having a little thought, a little picture on Facebook that then is sent through social media and virally contagious, and everybody has to have that picture.
4: Good job. And he's amazing at it. A.K.A. Mimi. No, yeah,
0: Mimi. Meme.
5: Yeah, meme. Yeah. My, my brother used to pronounce it Meme. And I was like, oh, really? no.
4: What's the cat where it's like uh, much fashionable? What cat is that? You know what that is, James. James,
2: that's the dog. That's the doge.
4: The doge. That's what it yeah. is. The doge. Yeah, doge. By the way,
2: uh, our cat expert. James.
4: I know. I think I thought cat because you know a lot of cat stuff. Like He, he is
5: the grumpy cats, cat. kind of stuff, he right? Is, and yeah. he is a cat. He is the grumpy cat. Like the grumpy cat is based off of this face. <laughs> okay. So, matt, mama. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're going home soon hey
5: you know? okay, matt tell us what seo
0: is seo is search engine optimization which would be thank you which would be <laughs> the maximization of your website so that google and other search engines could utilize fully your content
5: you're taking this game very seriously yeah i serious am a dictionary he's very good at this though yeah. he's we, much better at this we have got
0: I one more and then because <laughs> sean's giving me one okay, minute. one I think more. that's what that means.
4: Alright, I want you to explain what a hashtag is. Okay, so it's a way to get content all in the same category. So, like, I have, like, a hashtag like, um, Megan Cookery. So if you click on that hashtag, all my cooking posts come up. That's,
5: she's the perfect one to describe
0: that. Hashtag, Bam. well done.
5: Hashtag, 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 love it. children
0: with blue arms.
5: Hashtag, Matt Townsend hashtag,
0: Show. T- hashtag, Matt Townsend Show. Bam. Hashtag Meg in progress. Hashtag not, not online.
5: Hashtag Maddie Richards.
0: Hashtag no big deal. Hashtag we're out of here.
4: Wow, that was good, guys.
0: That was all I'd it was
4: almost. It was almost Jimmy Fallon-esque. Almost. Like Justin Timberlake was here doing that with us. That's that was almost felt.
0: like, okay, we're, we're getting closer. Closer to Jimmy Fallon-esque. <laughs> we're out of here, folks. Meg, thanks for joining us.
4: Thanks for letting my kids be here. <laughs> thanks for
0: bringing them and um, all that that entails. They're beautiful, they're perfect, well done. We're out of here, folks. There you have it. A little quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. There are many things of which a wise man might wish to be ignorant. You know, social media is probably not one of them. Tomorrow, the science of why things make us feel. Why we laugh at jokes, why we cry at movies, and why we put up with this show. All of that tomorrow on the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio.